Hi, we're Amy and McKenna, both business owners, photographers, and a small part of this Spark community. Spark is a group of Christian women creatives that meets weekly to discuss our faith, our lives, and our businesses. Because let's be honest, we just can't do it alone. Our mission is to be a weekly place of rest for creatives, to find a safe space to connect with God and grow in their faith. We want to invite you to be a part of that when your coffee's running low and you're on the go. We'd love to meet you where you're at. Come join the conversation. Hi, guys, and welcome back to another episode of Spark the Podcast. We're so excited that you're here. I'm here with our other host, McKenna Saylor. Hi. And our friend, Jordan Jones. Hi. You guys, I'm so excited to have Jordan with us today. Jordan and I met through mutual friends, Lauren Neff um, from Lauren Lee Creative, and I quickly saw her love for Jesus and just people in general. Um, She and her husband started a company specifically for prayer, um, which we'll get into a little bit later. Uh, but Jordan is a marketing entrepreneur and knows Facebook ads like and all kinds of sorts, sort of stuff, <laughs> like the back of her hand. Um, she's a mom to sweet baby Ellie, and another baby is on the way, which I cannot wait to hear what you're having. Um, and we're so that's so exciting, Jordan. And she also has two dogs, Russ and Rosie, that keep her pretty busy. But we'd love to hear more, a little bit more about you, your business, and just um, a little bit more about these journals that were born. Well, thank you guys so much. I'm so excited to be on here and just connect with other people that just love Jesus and love people so well. Um, so thanks for having me. I'm thank really excited. You. Um, and to talk about prayer. It's like the best conversation to have. Yeah. Um, yeah. So uh, my name is Jordan. My husband, Pete, and I, we've had our own business now for, gosh, this will be the fifth year. And it's it's evolved a lot. It, we started out knocking door to door on a small seven mile island, building websites for <laughs> mom and pop shops. And then people asked us to run Facebook ads, and we said, "Sure, yeah, we could do that." <laughs> and then, um, and we actually wound up working mainly in the wedding industry and with photographers, um, purely because we were in uh, the Philadelphia Rising Tide um, Tuesdays Together group and kind of bartered our way through our wedding and we had we were like the only non-wedding professionals in the group and we knew how to run ads and everyone was spending a lot of money on like the not and wedding wire and so we that's kind of how we started working in the kind of photography wedding world um and we just loved it because we had been working with everyone from lawyers jewelers loan officers like you name it we were doing it frozen yogurt shops (laughs) um and we just we started working with um, creatives and so many people that were solopreneurs or husband wife teams and just had a different heart for their business and one that was really similar to ours. And so we kind of put a flag in the ground and said, these are our people, we're going to hang out here. And so that's what the last three or so years have looked like is teaching ads and, and marketing strategies. Um, but in the last year, that has changed a lot um, with just the creation of Daily Kairos and the Kairos Journal and uh, it's it's honestly a, a true story of just God's provision and, and just those little tiny yeses that we say in obedience to him when he asks you to do something. And mm. um, something that was an idea, something that honestly just really blessed our lives and our walk in a time that, you know, that new baby life where you <laughs> can't remember what you had for breakfast or like what you're supposed to do in 10 minutes yeah, yeah. and really feeling frazzled. Like this, this really came out of our own need and our own prayer life. And then it turned into a Kickstarter and now it's, it's pretty much our full-time job less than a year later. And so, um, yeah, I think God, when you say yes, see, he has some cool plans in store. Um, but yeah, so 
could definitely talk more about the Kairos Journal and, and that whole story. But now these days we, we still have our marketing business, but um, our, our hearts and our sights are really on just stewarding the, the resources, the opportunity, and, and really this ministry that we feel like God's placed on our hearts to grow the Kairos Journal and really just to help busy Christians be more intentional in their time with God and really make time for him all day long beyond just kind of that, that morning devotional time. So I love cool. that. And we'd love to hear like how the name Kairos Journals was born and sort of, you know, how that came to be, you know, is it something that, you know, you and Pete were doing together and decided to share it? Um, yeah. How, how did that all come about, Jordan? Yeah. So the name, it's a cool story because we, so we lived in an RV for two years full time and traveled and wound up, um, going to Breckenridge, Colorado for a few winters in a row. And we loved our church out there and we were there for four months. And we said, you know what, there's just such a need for um, like a young adults, small group. And we just showed up and started one. And one <laughs> of the kids in our um, small group, one of the men um, Pete was talking to when he had this idea for a journal, he actually gave us the name Kairos. He's like, this sounds like what you're, what you're describing, what you're talking about. And the term Kairos, so the Greek had two words for time, Kronos and Kairos. So Kronos we're pretty familiar with. It's what we think of with chronological time, mm -hmm. sequential. Um, so it's really quantitative in that way. So it's 12 o'clock, it's time for lunch. But Kairos are, are more qualitative um, kind of measurement of time. It's really an opportune moment of time, especially in kind of like Christian terms, we think of it as an opportune moment for God to make something of significance happen. Mm -hmm. And for us, this, this journal and how it came about and what our heart is for, it was really just the idea that it's really easy to check God off our lists and say, okay, we prayed this morning. Okay, we did our devotional. You know, we had our quiet time, whatever it might be. Um, and, and kind of reduce God to being on our to-do list rather than living in a constant relationship mm -hmm. and communication and, and really seeing prayer, not just as what you're saying in those 10 minutes, but how you're living and, and how that communication and conversation is happening all day long. Mm. Um, and so, yeah, the reason we chose the name was to help people live in more of those Kairos moments yeah. um, and expect to hear from God and expect to live in that relationship and communication with him in a really intimate way all day long. Yeah. Wow, that's so beautiful. And I love what you're describing here about prayer and, you know, constantly being in that relationship with God. Um, you know, one of my favorite quotes is by Jen Wilkin from Women of the Word, and she shares that prayer is what changes our study from the pursuit of the knowledge of God to the pursuit of God himself. How have mm. you built this habit in meeting with God in prayer? And what does pursuing him look like in your life? And, you know, do you see him pursuing you in return? I love that quote. And I love this question. I I think as someone, so I was raised Jewish and I always consider myself a very logical reasoning type person. Um, and so for me, my journey of finding, like reconnecting with God, finding Jesus, and even just prayer life was really hard for me to separate the, that pursuit of knowledge from, from the pursuit of God himself. Right. Um, and it was really easy for me to like read the Bible and almost think of it as, moral stories or folklore even like when I was raised Jewish, I'm like, okay, these are great stories. Like mm -hmm. take what you can from them and not really looking at the Bible as the word of God and, and living truth. And mm -hmm. I think for me, prayer is, is the only thing that changed that. And I think 
that time, not just reading a prayer, not just saying a prayer, but realizing that prayer can really, it's, it's a conversation. It's not me saying like, I could probably recite to you guys the prayers that I was taught growing up. <laughs> and it was just, it was just a recitation. Like, thank you God for everything that I have. Let me be a good little girl and listen to my mommy and dad. Like I can say the whole thing. <laughs> right. um, but it was hard for me to pursue God himself in prayer because I, I didn't know how you're supposed to pray or right. what that's supposed to look like. Um, and so building that habit of meeting with him in prayer, it, I feel like it's taken so many iterations, but um, for me, a huge part of that was really being intentional in the time that I had and not, and making sure that when I have quiet time in the morning or whatever it is, it's not just, I open up my Bible app where I, I read a devotional and then I am done. There has to be a, a for me, a part of that that is um, sitting in silence with God is expecting him to speak and to um, to have, like, he's half of that conversation. He probably should be yeah. a lot more than half yeah. of that conversation. Um, but I guess I always thought of prayer as, like, let me speak at you. Like, hey, I'd really like to get this role in the musical in high school <laughs> and, like, you know, bless my plans. And, and realizing, test. Yeah. yeah, exactly. And, and realizing that, like, pursuing God is – in prayer is, is, you know, he, gosh, I, I guess one thing that, that helped me from my Jewish background and, and coming, becoming a Christian was that in the old Testament, in order to, I mean, we, they would pray, but in order to have, you know, to be in God's presence, like you had to go through so many hoops, like you had to go to the physical temple, you had to go to a rabbi and through a priest and there's sacrifice and there are all these things you had to do. Right. And then Jesus comes and he totally changes that. And now we have a new covenant where, we get to have an intimate relationship with God because of what Jesus has done for us. And that prayer is our way to, to pursue him and to have that, um, that connection and, and really kind of honor what he did for us. Um, yeah. and yeah, so I think there's a lot of things habit wise. And I'd say actually the Kairos journal for us has been one of the biggest things in helping us like our, we even say in our, in our kind of our mission is to help people build the habit of meeting with God. Um, because I really think it is a habit that for a lot of us doesn't come quite naturally or we don't know how to start that. Yeah. I mean, I feel like having, you know, just a pen and paper shows we already, you know, expect to hear from God and just being mm -hmm. open to hear that. Um, I mean, how do you hear God and how does journaling really deepen that relationship with him? Because I feel like, um, I mean, you're saying it right. Like, just allowing time, but like that journaling specific thing, like how does that deepen that relationship or how do you feel like it does? Yes. I think, I think before you even pick up a pen and paper, I love journaling. I could, I'll definitely talk about that. Yeah. But I think that just the acknowledgement and the realization that God wants to speak into our lives and he wants, it's, this is not a one-sided radio, right? Like he wants to be in communication with us. I had no concept of that, honestly, at, at least really seeing it in my life until we went through our pre-marriage counseling oh, wow. and we had, um, our pastor and his wife that married us were, they're kind of saying like, okay, well, what's God saying to you? And I was like, um, and they, I mean, they gave us exercises where they were like, I need you to go in a room and like, wait until you hear from God. And I was like, this is going to take a long time. And I just had no expectation that God wanted to speak into my life and that I could hear from him. I was waiting for like Morgan Freeman to come over my earphones <laughs> of like, Jordan, this is what you should do, you know? <laughs> um, 
And just realizing that how we hear from God looks really different for a lot of people. Um, like most of us don't hear with that audible voice. But for me, a lot of times mm-hmm. it's um, when I'm praying, a lot of times I'll get visions of things um, in, in dreams or you just like you'll read a scripture that just jumps out in a different way or you'll hear something um, and just know it's really Holy Spirit led. Mm-hmm. And so I think the first part of that whole thing before you even grab a pen and paper is having that heart posture that you do expect to hear from God and, mm-hmm. and knowing that he wants to be in a relationship with us, like how much he has pursued us should be the first thing to encourage us to pursue him. Mm-hmm. And um, the the pen and the paper part for me has really helped me to just be do that physical act of expectance. There's been, there was actually a moment I should, I could probably pull it off my journal that I was, you know, like prime example, you know, I woke up late and knew Ellie was going to get up. I was like, oh, I'm busy. Okay. I'm just going to do my devotional. I'm not going to do my Kairos journal today. Like I'm not going to, I'm not going to journal this morning. And I, in that moment felt God be like, well, do you not expect to hear from me? And I was like, oh, okay. And like, you know, just me, I was going to rush through that time. And I kid you not that that day, my journal was like overflowing in the margin, you know, just it's amazing what happens when you show up expecting to hear. And so for me, the journal and just journaling in general, um, at least how we set up the Kairos journal, the left-hand side, like the daily spread has a left-hand and a right-hand side. So the left-hand is really just, it's memorization and gratitude and said like what you're praying for and your intentions. And so a lot of that for me is just getting my heart rate right. and, and getting in that mind where we're not just going from scrolling our Instagram feed to throwing up a prayer. It's, yeah. you know, getting in that space and that time with him. And then the right-hand side is all totally free, th- free flowing for those Kairos moments. Um, and just sometimes that's me writing something for my devotional or what I'm reading in the Bible that sticks out. Sometimes it's like a vision that I have or, um, just an inkling or like a thought that just popped into my mind that I know is from God. And so I think people get scared of journaling because it feels like this, like there's a right or wrong way to do it. And I really think a lot of it's just the process of like letting the Holy spirit work and speak through you. And Mm -hmm. just having that pen in hand is the first step of doing that. Wow. I think that's really beautiful. And um, I have gotten to see at your Kairos journals and it, it is so neat the way that you set it up. And I feel like it really, you know, promotes that relationship with him and what we've been talking about, um, you know, about prayer, that it is a relationship with God. Um, mm-hmm. and what a, a beautiful way to spend time with him. And we also love, you know, your relationship with your husband. I think it's great that you guys started this business together and that you pursue God together and that you're searching to help others do the same thing. Do you, um, do you guys ever pray together and how could you encourage someone who desires a stronger prayer life with their spouse to get started? Oh, I love this. Um, I think, (laughs) I think, I just think it's so important. Prayer is so important in our, in our lives, but especially in our marriage. I mean, it's the Bible tells us that when you're married two become one. Mm -hmm. So it's really hard to have a prayer life and not have your spouse be part of that. Um, and and I say that from someone who was really awkward when he first asked me to pray with him. Um, because well, you I, were like Jewish. <laughs> well, yeah, I, I can't mean, imagine. So at the time where we when we met, I would have I would have said I was Christian. Um, yeah. I would have said that I believed in Jesus, but I definitely wasn't living that way. Um, and he was raised Christian, but I remember sitting in his apartment in his kitchen table in Hoboken, where he was living. And it was like, I don't know, it was during the day. He's like, well, do you want to read the Bible with me? And I was like, uh, <laughs> sure. <laughs> um, and I just like, you go ahead. I'll listen. <laughs> like, 
I didn't know what to say or do. And, it, and it, I think it can feel really awkward if you haven't had that or you weren't raised that way or that's, you know, like for me, my entire life before that prayer in religion and my relationship with God was such a private thing, which it is. It's a really, it's a really personal, intimate thing. But I mean, the Bible also tells us when people like when, two, you know, three or more gather in my name, two or more, like when we come together in prayer, that's really powerful. And like, mm. we see instances over and over again of, of prayer being communal. And, and I think if you really think about marriage and what that means, like, gosh, prayer is just so important. Like we pray together every morning before we do anything now. And it's, it's come a long way, but, um, the, the Kairos journal has been a cool, um, I guess not trigger. I don't like the word, that word, but right. like we, for us, it's been a conversation tool for us of, well, what's God saying to you? Yeah. And like, we get excited because we write it down to then share it with each other. Oh, um, wow. but I think, I think if you're just starting and, and you ask like, how would I encourage someone to get started is just to ask, just to, just to start. Um, I think even something as simple as like praying before a meal and not just reciting something mm-hmm. um, and realizing that like, there's not a perfect way to pray. I think it can feel awkward to fumble through prayers. I remember the first time I was at like a Bible study and everyone's like, you know, sounding like professional prayer givers. And I'm like, <laughs> thank you God for this time. Yeah. yeah. You know, like you just don't like, and you think you have to like, sound a certain way and do anything that's that's not what God wants from us like his heart is just to have this conversation and I think if I could encourage you just to when you come together with your spouse or with anyone to pray it it doesn't need to sound perfect or doesn't need to be perfectly crafted it's it's really just bringing your hearts before him so David um, Platt is his name he has relevant podcasts and um, is an amazing pastor and teacher um, we love listening to him and learning from him, but he has really great acronyms and, and teachings um, like maps and pray and all these things. They're actually in the front of the Kairos Journal because we love the framework mm-hmm. so much. I think it's really helpful if you're just, you know, trying to figure out how do I pray or, you know, want some structure. I would give yourself grace and patience and, and realize too, like, it, it's not going it, to, it's complementary to your own prayer life. I remember in that same pre-marriage counseling, our, our pastor drew us a triangle and he put Pete and I on each side, the bottom sides of the triangle. And he put Jesus at the top of the triangle. And he said, you know, you guys can work to move as close as you want on the bottom side. You and Pete can work to get as close as you can and work on your relationship with each other, but you're always going to be the same distance from that top point. You're always going to be the same distance from Jesus. But if I work to go closer to Jesus and he works to go closer to Jesus, then we're actually moving closer to each other at the same time. Mm-hmm. And he's bringing our hearts together in that way. And I just thought that was such an amazing visual for me to think of pursuing God and especially like how we do that in a marriage, both on our own and together. Yeah, that, that's mm-hmm. so beautiful. Yeah. I mean, I feel like it's different for everybody, but I, I mean, I love the picture you, you drew all there with, with the points and the triangle, because no matter where anybody is in their spiritual life, like they can know, that you know like by getting yeah. closer with the lord they're getting closer with their spouse as long as their spouse is going in the same direction you know yes and mm-hmm. like what a beautiful thing um is there anything else you'd like to share about the kairos journals or prayer in general i think for me on a personal level I, there's so many things that are important in your walk but for me prayer and really pursuing god in that way is what 
changed my life and my heart. And mm. I think, you know, I mentioned earlier that I would have said I was a Christian, but definitely wasn't living that way. Um, and the, the life change for me came to pursuing God and then in those intimate moments in prayer and, and reading his word and not just seeing it as, you know, a reference book, seeing it as the, you know, truth and living truth. And, you know, before that I was kind of pick and choosing like what, this sounds good, but like this really <laughs> needs to catch up with the times, you know, yeah. and, and prayer and spending that time with God is really what I feel like finally removed that, that veil for me. And it changed my heart and it convicted me. And, uh, he's had to do, he's done a lot of work in my heart <laughs> in my life. Um, yeah. like I, I, I've just, I've been there where I've, I've, my whole life just pursued everything that everyone told me, especially the world and culture that, you know, would make me happy, make me fulfilled. And I felt like I was kind of on this conveyor belt of of pursuing achievement and finding my worth in anything else that I could. And it was really through prayer and, and that intimate time with God that I feel like he just allowed me to loosen the grip of, of all the things that I hold really tightly to like my need to achieve and my need to be productive and my need for people to like me and, um, you know, perfectionism and all of these things that really were keeping me from living in that intimate relationship with him and keeping me from, from pursuing him and, and living as, as he's calling us to do. So if anyone out there is listening and they just don't know where to start or they, they want to refresh, like, you know, they just feel like they, could go deeper in their prayer life. I mean, I feel like that every day. Yeah. <laughs> I wrote in my coach journal, my intention um, today, what did I write that? Um, to rest in God's, in God's peace and to, for his spirit to work in me more powerfully. Cause I feel like that's something I need to pray about every day. Um, mm. And so however you use it for me, journaling has been a huge help and part of that because it gives me that space both physically and just mentally. And, and it also helps me, to record my walk with God. And, you know, I think we, we think of these, you know, mountaintop moments a lot of times in the Bible where, you know, Moses on the mountain and your face shines like with God's light. And, um, we, we expect when we hear from God to be these like giant aha moments. Mm -hmm. And a lot of times he changes our lives through these little whispers and these ways Mm -hmm. that he works in our lives every day. And so for me, that's the biggest change that journaling's had on my prayer life is that it allows me to record those everyday moments with him. And then I can look back and see, wow, look at what God's doing and look at what he's done. Not in, not just in those big mountaintop moments, but in those everyday moments too, because that's truly what it, it means to walk with him is those is how we do it every day. So absolutely. Yeah. Well, Jordan, thank you so much for just coming on here and sharing and um, just your love for for Jesus is so beautiful, and I just love that you got to pop on here and, and share your word and to share um, more about Jesus. But I would love to know, and I'd love for everybody else to know where to find you. Thank you. Yeah. Oh my gosh, this is I could talk about prayer with you guys forever. <laughs> I know. Um, thank you so much for having me. Really. Um, and so, if you want me personally, um, JordanJones.co is my website. It's my Instagram. Um, that's where we get pretty personal. Um, Pete and Jordan is more of like the adventure, the Facebook ads, the wedding industry, <laughs> the RV life. Um, and then if you're, if you want to learn more about the Kairos journal, um, you could shoot me a message as well, but daily Kairos is the name of it. So 
Kairos is spelled K-A-I-R-O-S. Not the most common word out there, but um, <laughs> dailycares.com or daily.kairos on Instagram. Great. And then you guys know where you can find us. It's njspark.co or njsparkco on Instagram. Thank you again, Jordan, for joining us. It was so beautiful, you know, what you shared in your heart for God. And um, I think it's amazing. Thank you so much for coming on. And before we leave, we want to share one of your favorite verses um, with everyone. And um, I think it's so sweet that this is a, a prayer that you actually pray over Ellie each night. It's from Ephesians 3, 16 through 20. And it says, I pray that out of his glorious riches, he may strengthen you with the power through his spirit in your inner being so that Christ may dwell in your hearts through faith. And I pray that you, being rooted and established in love, may have power together with all the Lord's holy people to grasp how wide and how long and high and deep is the love of Christ, and to know this love that surpasses knowledge, that you may be filled to the measure of all the fullness of God. Now to him who is able to do immeasurably more than all we ask or imagine, according to his power that is at work within us. Thank you again for joining us, and we hope you guys have a great week. Thank you. Amen. (laughs)